Hello, and welcome back to Culinary Crash Course. I'm your host, Court Pomeroy, and <clears throat> excuse me. And this episode um, is called "Fear of Failing." And the reason that I uh, named the podcast episode that is because um, lately, um, like when it comes to cooking, I've been kind of like had this like anxiety of like messing things up. And it causes me to like sometimes overthink things. And it also causes me to, uh, I guess it causes me to stress out a little bit more than I normally would. Um, and it's because I, you know, I don't want to mess up a recipe or certain things. And I just have that fear of like it not being good or I'm doing something wrong. So I ask like a bajillion questions and I ask like during every process, like, oh, is this good? Is that good? Is is this what I'm looking for? Blah, blah, blah. And I've kind of like gotten a bit over it lately, especially. And especially when it comes to like small dicing things or like medium, like just like your dices. I was just so worried about having like the most perfect small dice I could possibly have when like in actuality, I can just have it as close as possible and also get the recipe done faster. And the mise en place done faster, which is which was a thing that I feel like was holding me back for a little bit was like I would just take so long to do one recipe because I'm just trying to get like the most perfect small dice and I'm measuring and measuring and measuring and everything. And I'm just like, you know, <clears throat> when in actuality, you know, perfection is something that nobody will ever have. You know, nothing's going to be perfect. I just need to accept that my small dice being close is acceptable and that as long as it as long as it looks good and it tastes good and you know it's very like I guess the word you could say eatable as long as it's very eatable then it then it's fine I just need to accept that that's gonna be good um so that's like kind of something that I had been dealing with uh, lately, but I, th I feel like I'm finally overcoming it, which is really good and overcoming it. So that way, you know, I try to tell myself to ask a little less questions and just cook, you know, it's definitely something that a problem that I've had for a little while. Um, my, so since I finished the, uh, nomad book, uh, my chef actually gave me a new book to study. It's the 11, 11 Madison park, the next chapter book. I'm kind of excited. He gave me this book because uh, he noticed that I'm really into like the store, like the backstories to a lot of these like restaurants and hotels and these people who opened up these like super famous restaurants that are like have Michelin stars and everything. And uh, this book, he said, has a lot of backstory to each of the dishes at. 11 Madison Park, and I'm really excited to start studying and reading it and writing down recipes and creating menus from those recipes. I'm, I'm honestly really, really, really excited for that. <clears throat> other than other than that, this week, I've been, um, I'm going to be shadowing some more teachers soon. Um, like today, I'm shadowing a professor um, on figuring out how to do the canvas shell and everything, because I don't really know how to work canvas. If you guys know what Canvas is, it's kind of like, um, if you ever heard of like Blackboard, here, let's see, maybe I can get a uh, good explanation of what Canvas is. 
what is canvas let's see so it's an in-structure community okay canvas is a web-based learning management system or lms um, it is used by learning institutions, educators, and students to access and manage online course learning materials and communicate about skill, develop, and learning achievement. Canvas includes a variety of customizable course creation and management tools, course and user analytics, statistics, and internal communication tools. So basically Canvas is like your setup for your class, basically, you know? You can, like, customize your course. It'll have quizzes on it. It'll have tests on it. It'll have discussion boards. It'll have um, all sorts of other things on it that uh, professors can use for their classes and teachers. Um, and it's something that I need to learn if I'm going to be a professor of culinary and hospitality. It's definitely something that I'm going to have to uh, learn and understand. So I'm going to be shadowing uh, some teachers for doing that. and uh, But I've been really enjoying uh, shadowing professors oh, but, like, and learning their like teaching style. I like to write down like notes from like guest speakers in my classes or like other professors that uh, I watch, how they teach. I like to write down notes on like their teaching style and like how they engage with the students and everything. Because like that's one thing that... I really want to get good at is I really want to get good at keeping students engaged if I'm to be a professor I want to be able to make the class I want to be able to make whatever class it is no matter what class it is it to be engaging and a bit of fun you know so that way not only are they learning but they're having a good time in the class and um, they're you know because I feel like students learn the best in positive environments the negative ones and of course like my professors have said no matter how good you can be at teaching or how um <clears throat> how fun your lessons can be or how fun your class can be there's always going to be students who just don't try and you know it's not the student's fault and it's not the it's not the professor's fault but you know maybe that student is in a program that they don't they're just now figuring out is like oh I don't actually want to do this so now they're not trying in the class at, ev at everything and the teacher will go like out of their way to try to not fail them and everything and give them the tools to be able to be successful in the class and some of the students just don't try sometimes and it sucks and I'm sure I'm sure it makes you feel bad as a teacher, but sometimes you gotta remember that like those students could be going through circumstances that you don't know. They could be going through personal things in their life that you don't know, and it's okay. Sometimes students are gonna fail your class, no matter how simple you make it or how concise you are with the directions of how the class is supposed to be. Um. <laughs> But I've been learning a lot about that and I'm trying, I've been trying to come up with like, I've been trying to like, I want to teach the culinary and the hospitality side. So I've been trying to come up with like different culinary, um, 
different ways to like add to classes and add my own spin on culinary classes when it comes to cooking and stuff. Like there's definitely some different styles of cooking and different methods and techniques that I that I I'm yawning so much today that I didn't learn in school, but I learned in a lot of the restaurants that I worked at. Some of the restaurants I worked at. So I'm I don't know, I'm really down to learn um some of that stuff. I really am. I'm not <laughs> learn some of that stuff. I'm really down to like teach some of the things that I've learned that I didn't really learn in school. And one thing that I have to think about when I'm coming up with like these techniques or these not coming up with a technique, but like whenever I am teaching these students these different techniques and stuff is I had to like is this something that I could teach in food one? Is this something I could teach in food two? Is this something I could teach in American regional? Or is this something that I could teach in international? You know, I have to think about like what, what this, what the goal of the class is. And if I'm teaching students proper things and whatnot, and if like the, the like skill level kind of matches up with the class. I have to think about like all those different types of things. <sighs> and I understand. God, I don't know why the fuck. <laughs> I don't know why I'm yawning so much. Um, so another cool thing that's coming up is uh literally in how many days? A month and a month and a week. A month and a week and two days, I will be going to Italy. And that is just for like 15 days, 16 days. And I am so excited. I'm so excited to go to Italy. And I'm going to be going with a lot of uh, my pals from school. And we're going to have a blast. Um, here, I'm going to pull up my itinerary and I'll let you guys know what regions we're going to. Let me check that out real quick. I go to my files. I have them on my. I have the itinerary on my phone. So let's see. No, I just want to open it. Open it. Okay. Let's see. So we're going to Trieste. Trieste. We're gonna go to the Prosecco Winery. We're going to Parma. We're going to Osti. We're going to Netuno. Um, let's see. Osti, Netuno, Rome. Wow, it looks like we're going to like a, like it's it's crazy how um how they're how like set up this is to where like. It shows us when we have free time in the towns. It shows us when we don't, we aren't getting dinner. When we are getting dinner, and what where we're getting dinner at. We're going to a cooking institute in Natuno. That's gonna be cool. We're gonna be visiting the farm to table called Cavallero. Oh no no. no. 
We're going the dinner at the restaurant called Sabianca. Sabianca. That's gonna be cool. It's like a so basically that is what that is is the it's a farm to table restaurant where like the family needed the um their their kid to come back to the farm from culinary school to help out with the uh, farm and basically the the kid was like the person was like I'll come back and help the farm but only if you open up my restaurant on the farm so the parents agreed and they opened up his their restaurant on the farm and I can't wait to do that because I love farm to table ever since like I've always ever since the first like farm to table restaurant I ever went to which was like um what is it called shoot Congre and Penn when I went to Congre and Penn I just fell in love with like farm to table restaurants because like I love the aspect of getting food from the farm that the restaurant is on it's just so interesting to me and I love seeing the farms and I don't know it just seems very peaceful and awesome and I love nature and I love hiking and all sorts of shit like that um but yeah I'm also planning on doing some podcast episodes in Italy I'm going to be bringing some wireless mics with me and I'll be doing some episodes maybe either by myself or I'll be doing them with a my friends who are going to be there with me in Italy. I'm really excited. I'm going to do a couple episodes over there and see how that goes. Uh, I, may not, I may not be able to post the episodes till I'm back, but I'll at least have some episodes recorded in Italy, which would be really cool. I'll be talking about like everything that's going on while it's happening. and That'll be really awesome. So I'm really excited for that. Um, so, <clears throat> so I guess... Uh, I guess it's about that time, isn't it? <laughs>